Welcome to the Ramcast, the podcast version of Ram TV. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, be sure to check out our YouTube or Facebook channels where you can subscribe and follow us. Ram TV works in partnership with Valley Studios, a production company designed to bring entertainment to all facets of the internet. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Ramcast. Welcome back to Ram TV. And yes, I'm in a hotel room, but no worries. This time it's not going to be a different hotel, a different day. Since it's just me, let's jump right into <laughs> Oh, man. When I almost hit that little old lady, that was the best. Total Grand Theft Auto you know, moment. I got to tell you, I honestly had no idea that you could drive. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. Hey. Funny story. I wasn't always just a voice, and I have had to drive yeah. before. Excuse me. You know, I got to tell you, jeez, uh, you know, listen, I don't think, besides, besides the three red light tickets, you know, in the, the, the three car pile up, I don't think he's going to have any idea that you took his car out, to be honest with you. Oh, thanks. It's been a little while. Thought maybe the old driving skills would be a little rusty. You all right, Aaron? You look a little taken aback. You Okay. What are you two doing here? How did you even find me? I have your drill schedule memorized. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And I put a tracker on your car so you can't disappear for weeks at a time again without me. And that's not... But but I was supposed to get some me time. Oh, don't worry, buddy. We're going to make sure that definitely doesn't happen. Dude, it's our pleasure. No one should be alone on the 9th of July. He does have a point. You guys aren't leaving, are you? No. You're watching Ram TV. Ooh. I guess if you're going to be here, you have to help with the show. Do you think you can manage that this time? Or are we going to have a freeze up like the last time? Okay, look. Maybe last time wasn't the best example, but you're here now, okay? And I feel better. And plus, you know, Zach is... It... <clears throat> um... What does Zach do during this time, anyway? That's a really good question. You never asked him? No. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you start off on the top, and then I will learn through observation. That works for me. We are just weeks away from what is quickly turning out to be one of the most anticipated games this year. Destiny 2. In a new trailer, Destiny 2 shows us some of the things we can expect in the beta, and it's looking similar to the first Destiny beta. We have an opportunity to play the first story mission, play some PvP, and even participate in a strike. Now, this may cause some panic to spread around because, after all, Bungie did trick me into buying the first Destiny game with the same exact awesome beta layout. But Bungie says things are going to be different with Destiny 2, including a story. I mean, who could have guessed you needed one of those to make a successful video game? You got me. I know. The game will also feature a new public space called The Farm. You know, it's the same place you send your dogs, your cats, or where Bruce Wayne's parents are, according to College Humor's interpretation of Batman. Batman, you have to know what... I mean, your parents were shot and killed. My parents were shot, yes, but they're alive. On a special farm. Oh boy. They're on a farm. They're on a special happy farm where they make buttermilk. They romp and play. There's a hammock made of dreams. The new space will apparently change as the game progresses. You'd think the hub in the division, another outstanding game that totally wasn't botched. This means the space will get more NPCs and a 
fresher look as the story progresses. The farm will also include soccer. This, for me, is one of the most exciting new features of Destiny 2. I mean, who can honestly say they didn't enjoy running around the tower, kicking around that anti-gravity ball or soccer ball? Really? This time, Destiny has included a full-fledged soccer game with scoreboard and everything you could play with your fellow guardians. Of course, the tower is also going to let you add some flair to your gear. Finally, you can catch the eye of that guardian across the room. You know which one I'm talking about. That awoken hunter, the one who never paid any attention to you because your armor wasn't shiny enough. She was a bitch anyway. Now, strap up, cowboy. Shine bright like a diamond. And what farm is complete without animals? Not mine. The farm will include chickens to bring the whole feeling back home. Although, I wonder if I could pick them up and glide around with them like we did in Zelda. I thought those were cuckoos. Yeah, same thing. Can I name my Juggy? No. Destiny 2 comes out with a beta on July 18th for those who pre-ordered on PS4. July 19th for those who didn't pre-order. Well, it comes out July 21st through the 23rd. The beta is coming for the PC sometime in August. That's specific. Hey, at least the PC is actually getting some Destiny love this time. I mean, last time they had to live Destiny through YouTube videos. Okay. Know that? What? Huh. Pay attention. <clears throat> uh, how do I do one of those video teases into the next story thing? Okay. If you're interested in trying games before release, we may have some sweet information for you. Splatoon 2 is giving us one last opportunity to try the game before it launches on July 21st. But this war will be a little different. This time, the war gives us the answer to one of, of today's most concerning questions. Cake or ice cream? On July 15th, Nintendo Switch players can grab their ink guns, choose their side for a Splatfest, running only four short hours. Now, if you've never done a Splatfest, it's simple. Decide which team you are, Team Cake or Team Ice Cream. Then it's an all-out turf war representing the team you have chosen. Whichever side gets the most points wins. <laughs> well, look at that. It's just like any other friendly sport where you shoot the hell out of your friends. Mm -hmm. Splatfest runs from 3 to 7 p.m. specific standard time. Go Team Cake! You, uh, <laughs> sorry. You just, you mean go Team Ice Cream. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, how about we move on? Fine. Do you remember the Jawbone Company? Like where you buy, sell, and trade Jawbones? What? Wait, is that... Is that a place? No. Oh, are you talking about the ones that made those, um, uh, those speakers and those bracelets? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. You know, high quality? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. liquidating everything. What? Yeah! Why? I have no idea. Let's ask Ray. Hi, everyone. So, yes, my name is Ray, but let's get started. Because you know that Jawbone Company, the one that made the really, really nice uh, speaker, Bluetooth speaker, designed by Yves Behar, and the Jawbone Up, that bracelet that tracked your sleeve, that tracked your exercise information. That original company is folding and is going through liquidation right now. So it's a little bit interesting because the CEO of Jawbone is actually having a new company. He has a new company called 
Jawbone Health Hub that will service existing Jawbone products right now. So it's just like one customer service care going to just another company using the same name, but it's not the same company. It's a whole new company. Yeah. So the thing is, is also interesting about it is the original company Jawbone is actually in a lawsuit against. Uh, Fitbit, their rival Fitbit, because Fitbit believes that they stole trade secrets, so very, very serious stuff. We don't know what's going to happen with the lawsuit now, since the company is pretty much gone. But it's interesting because Jawbone was a company that pivoted away from Bluetooth speakers, which, you know, they were really known for, to fitness activity, fitness tracking. So something like Fitbit, something like the Apple Watch is doing, something like... uh my gosh, Garmin as well, they track fitness as well. But they pivoted maybe a little bit too early. They pivoted back in 2011 when the market force tracking your vitals was, wasn't as big as it is right now. So maybe too early for success? I don't know. But the interesting story though, my last story, is the Red Company, which they are very famous for making... Uh, cameras that the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, yeah, that film was filmed on a red camera. Now, how much is a red camera? Just Google Red Dragon Camera Starting Price. That's all I'm gonna say, <laughs> okay, because it's crazy amount. But they have announced that they will be releasing a Android phone in 2018 and has a 5.7 inch display with holographic technology in it. What does that mean? That means it could be a 3D tracking, sorry, 3D face tracking feature like the Amazon Fire Phone, the failed Amazon Fire Phone, and then and famously the Nintendo 3D. The TZ image that they released only showed a camera bump. It showed that it had a USB-C, that it has a headphone jack, uh, it's made from titanium, but we don't see the actual display. Now, if you want a phone created by a company known for their very, very high quality, super expensive cameras. Well, they are taking pre-orders for around $1,200. Yeah, exactly. So this is for a special uh, market. If you have that kind of money and if you have a red camera, it's going to be used as a monitor as well. If you So you could pair up with your other red products. And if you have red products, okay, plural, then... $1,200 really is nothing to you. But yeah, that's all the stories that I have for this week. Um, and I'll see you all in my next Sunny Ram. Bye. Thank you, Ray. The red phone comes out in 2018. And of course, red cameras are already available. Ah, but you had to spend $40,000 to get one of those. Yeah, we need one of those for the studio. How about we get a studio first? Truth. <laughs> Coming up on Ram TV, my favorite game franchise is about to become an anime. And we say farewell to one of the first ladies of comic books. You're watching Ram TV. Welcome back to Ram TV. Now, several animes have been adapted into video games. Very true. But it's not often the reverse happens. But it's feeling more and more that a boom of video games going anime is happening with Castlevania getting ready to launch. Shit, can't wait. That was a great whip sound. I know. And now my favorite franchise, Assassin's Creed, is being worked on. Zach has the details. Netflix's Castlevania anime hasn't even launched yet. 
and the guy behind it is already hyping his next video game animated adaptation, Assassin's Creed. Adi Shankur, best known for his work in 2012's Dread, has been brought on by Ubisoft to help write the story for an Assassin's Creed animated series. But don't take my word for it, Shankur wasn't shy about announcing on Facebook publicly. I'm happy to let you guys know that I've selected my next project. I played the first edition of Assassin's Creed the year I moved to Los Angeles to pursue my dream. At that moment, I knew absolutely no one in the industry and could never have imagined that one day Ubisoft would ask me to take the world of Assassin's Creed and create an original story set in it as an anime series. If anyone tells you not to follow your passion in life, they are wrong. Ubisoft has yet to release any details on the project, likely, because there aren't any. Ubisoft's been trying to get an Assassin's Creed series off the ground for years and to go along with its movie adaptation, which, to say the least, wasn't terribly well received but it did nearly double its budget at the box office. Honestly, as you can see from these small animated shorts, Assassin's Creed shouldn't have a problem adopting an animated look and feel, and the Eastern anime style could probably be the most perfect look for it. I say go for it, with cautious optimism being the word. And if Castlevania is a hit, I'll definitely be checking this one out too. Thanks, Zach. Now, the series hasn't actually been fully greenlit, but Shankar has been brought in to help with the story. Well, let's just hope they put together a strong pitch and create an awesome show. I'm sure they will. I, I didn't know you liked Assassin's Creed. I like animation. Fair enough. Speaking of, what do you have for us? Wait, I, I, I needed a story? Yeah, okay, okay, so, <laughs> yes. The host always has a story. Oh, I'm the host? No, but you are sitting in a hot seat. So now, I want you to inspire and awe. Alright. Behind every legend are those who are not only cheerleaders, but inspirations and driving forces to do better. Unfortunately, one legend had to say goodbye to his. Joan Lee, the wife of legendary Marvel artist Stan Lee, passed away this week at the age of 95. She was born Joan Bucock in Castleton in the UK. After the Second World War, she came to the US to get away from a war-destroyed London and married an American serviceman. However, in 1947, she divorced the serviceman and one hour later, in the room next door, she married the man that she'd spend the rest of her life with, Stan Lee. Now, if you think Stan was the only one to create the magic of Marvel, then you're totally wrong. Joan provided several voices for several Marvel characters in animations during the 90s, but most notably, of course, that of Madame Webb from the Spider-Man series. And however, after 70 years of marriage, Miss Lee did pass away this weekend due to complications of stroke in a Los Angeles hospital. And there was this vision standing at the desk who said, may I help you with a, and a face that you couldn't believe. And I said, I love you. <laughs> now, I think I speak for all of us here at Ram TV when we offer our deepest heartfelt condolences to Stan Lee, his daughters, and of course, the entire Lee family. Uh, thank you so much for everything that you've done for us and, you know, rest in peace. Thank you, and Stan Lee, we hope you get better. Yes, for sure. Um, that's going to do it here in the Geekdom. Uh, we appreciate you all for joining us on this fun-filled newscast. So you really took the air out of it at the end there. As you can see, we're doing some schedule shifting as we move forward putting Tiny Rams Monday through Saturday and moving Rand TV to Sundays. 
And we appreciate all the support that you guys give us, and we hope that you'll join us once again uh, to get your nerd, nerd knowledge here. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. Thanks again, and we will see you soon. Now, uh, Zach, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, can I say something real quick? Seriously? Now you ask? It's never stopped you before, so I, I don't see why not. Go for Thank it. Thank you. Now, as many of you know, Ram TV is a product of Valley Studios, and well, Valley is about to open up a new door, and it's a you know a new project, Chucky Chicken, and well, as the lead animator of the project, um, unfortunately, I'm hitting the crunch hour. Okay, and that means what? Well, it means that I'm gonna have to step away from Ram for a little bit so I can focus on the cartoon. Oh, I'm gonna miss you, and, buddy. You know, that's actually why I, I'm glad you're here, Zach, because. Uh, you know, there's no one that I would want to pass the co-host position on to you. You're not the co-host. And I don't think there's anyone more deserving than you to be Aaron's new co-host. You know that all this time I've been the co-host. No, you haven't. And you thought it was you. Oh, adorable. I'm sorry. What? I've been the co-host. Come on, Mike. Everyone knows it's me. How can it be you? We never see you! Mm, that's never mattered. People love listening to me. Okay. Yeah! Nice. I'm the co-host. Oh, and back. Okay. Well, then, uh, with that, Zach, why don't you go ahead and take us out? Do you, Ram?